Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to One Piece of Mind with Nico White. I am Nico White, and this is episode... Shoot. You know what? I don't know what episode this is, actually, because I pre-recorded, like, the first four episodes, right? And I don't know if this is episode four or if this is episode five. Either way, it's fucking another episode of the One Piece of Mind podcast with Nico White. So, thank you all for joining me thus far. I hope you enjoyed the first three episodes, and I hope you enjoy this one. Now... The topic for this one is going to be more of a discussion-based um, topic. And I'm going into just a couple of my theories about the weakling trio. The weakling or the coward, the cowardly trio in Nami, Usopp, and Chopper. This week, we're going to take, um, we're going to take Nami down first. And when I say take down, it's me we're going to tackle that topic. So, I was re-watching a lot of Whole Cake Island, right? I was re-watching the um, anime. And the one thing that I noticed, man, and I don't know if people talk about it talk about it enough, Nami's growth between the pre-time skip and post-time skip of One Piece, I don't think it gets enough credit. I don't think it gets enough credit at all. We talk about how much Luffy's grown. Luffy's grown as a leader. We talk about how much Usopp's grown. Usopp isn't half of the coward he used to be. Spoiler alert. Um, ooh, <clears throat> hold on. Give me a second to re-say re that. Ah. Spoiler alert, Usopp, if you guys read um, the most recent chapters, he's running into Kaido's domain right now, him and Chopper, and he's not afraid, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of character development for Usopp, but Nami, man, if you really take the time to look at where Nami was at the start of the series, when she first met Luffy and Zoro, right, she was just using, she hated pirates, she was just using them. She's using them to get it buggy and all that, so she'd get Buggy's treasure. And if you know, of course, Nami was trying to save her village from um, Arlong and the Fishmen, right? Nami didn't care about pirates. She met Luffy and Zoro, and they changed her. Now, if you think back to Marineford, right, and you think to how Nami was when she found out what Luffy had went through, all the straw hats, I thought, were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They had striking reactions to hearing about Ace's death, right? Chopper, Usopp, Sanji, everybody. Zoro had a great reaction, but to me, in my personal opinion, I thought Nami's kind of meant the most, in my personal opinion. Why do I say that? Because Nami, un Luffy saved most of the members of his crew when he met them, right? He saved Zoro from being executed, that's one thing. But that moment in, I think it's called Kokoyashi Village. I hope I got it right. Don't flame me if I got it wrong. But in Nami's village, when she's on the ground, she's reckoning with everything that happened with Arlong. When Arlong decided to, you know, void the deal that he made with her because of his hatred towards humans, she went a little ape shit and she started stabbing herself in the arm. And when Luffy, gra when Luffy, gra when Luffy grabbed her hand, Put a straw hat on the head and reassured her that he'd fight for her. That moment has always been one of my favorite moments in One Piece. And in fact, if you guys ever want to argue it, I think it's even more impressive than the Robin's I Want to Live um, speech. You know, but Nami was always considered a coward. She was considered a weakling. And I never really understood that. Sure, she was cowardly. Right? But she just seemed to be more afraid of direct confrontation than anything else. She didn't seem like a coward. Even if you think back, Belmere wasn't a coward. 
the her adoptive um, Nami's adoptive mother. And just in case anybody listening to this doesn't know, Nami didn't never really seem like much of a coward, and Nami was always willing to put herself on the line. If you look at um, if you look at the Water Seven arc, right before they went to Annie's lobby, there was no there was no fear in Nami. Nami wasn't afraid to go after Robin. She was cautious, sure, but she has to be. She's the navigator of the crew. But let's move on. So, talking about post-time skip. After they've come back, the first couple things that I noticed about Nami was that Nami wasn't half as hard on the crew as she was pre-time skip. Pre-time skip, Nami was fucking up everybody for the most minor, (laughs) like the most minor shit. Zoro would just be asleep and then get kicked in his head for no reason. So she calmed down that way. But then, when you look at what happens at Fishman Island, Nami didn't really back down from the fight. Sure, she like playfully hid behind, um, you know, Zoro, Sanji, and everybody else. But it wasn't what we got in that first half where Nami was useless. But let's move forward to what I'm really talking about. Let me get to it. Whole Cake Island. I think Nami was second MVP, right? Brooke being the first. Second MVP because Nami fought Cracker for Luffy. And if you you read the manga, you know that Cracker was damn near strong as Luffy was. And if you ask me, the verdict is still out on who's more powerful between Cracker and Luffy. I think it's his, um, it's his, um... It, the jury is as far out for me as it is with Katakuri and Luffy. But that's a video and a topic for another time. So Nami, back in pre-time skip, she used to say that... Hold on, let me restart this. Nah, fucking, I ain't restarting shit. I'm here already. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, if I seem a little scattered. It's been one of those days. I couldn't find my wallet and get here. It's been a long fucking day. But here we are. All for you. Anyhow, try to center this a little bit. When everything was found out about Luffy after Marine for Nami said, you know, the thing that hurt her the most was that Luffy was there for everybody. Luffy's always there, always fighting, and he'll do anything for his comrades. And it seemed like she felt the worst about not being able to help Luffy. It seemed like she was going the hardest to try to get off of the island that she was on, Wadaria, to get back down to Sabo the Archipelago to meet Luffy. And... In that fight with Cracker, when Luffy had, um, you know, he had to take a rest for a minute, Nami took up that fight, yo. And sure, she didn't do that good of a job against Cracker, but you have to keep in mind, Cracker is Yonker commander, Yonko commander level. Nami, I don't scale her to be that high. And she still put up a fight long enough that Luffy could recover even a little bit. And truth be told... We all know that if not for Nami, Luffy wouldn't have been able to win that fight. It was because of Nami's strategy that Luffy even stood a chance. So let's take it further. Cracker asked Nami a question. Basically, is Sanji worth it? Now, this is something that I think that a lot of people might not agree with, and I'm fine with that. But I know everybody thinks that Zoro is the vice captain of the Straw Hat Pirates, and that makes perfect sense. I don't know if I agree all the way. If you had to ask me who's the best candidate for vice captain, it's not Zoro. Not in my opinion. Not in my opinion. In my opinion, Zoro is what Zoro is supposed to be. First mate of the crew. Definitely. 100%. No question. Because he was the first in the combo. 
But is he the vice captain? Hell no. Not in my opinion. Because Zoro doesn't do anything vice captain like. Shit, Zoro doesn't even do anything captain like. All right? Zoro will protect the crew like a swordsman would protect anything. Zoro will tell Luffy what he thinks, and Luffy will take it very seriously, but Zoro's also the first mate. Captain gives orders. Nami gives orders, man. Nami gives a lot of orders. Whenever, whenever there's something to do on the ship, it's usually Nami that gives that um, it's usually Nami that gives that command. It's not Zoro. In fact, Zoro's usually taking Nami's commands. Shit, Luffy's usually taking Nami's commands. On the ship. Anyway. So when you look at it, and it's like, okay, now we're not talking about Luffy anymore. We're talking about Nami's relation to the rest of the crew. When Cracker asked her, is Sanji worth everything that they're going through? Because Cracker doesn't really understand the type of bond that that crew has. I guess it's foreign to him. And Nami said it straight out as one of the coward trio, or weakling trio, whatever people call them. Nami says, you just don't understand it. If, if um, Sanji, who's usually ready to put his life on the line for everybody else, she'll put her life on the line to make sure... That he's all right. And that, for me, is what cemented it. And like I said, I rewatched that earlier today, so it's fresh on my mind. But the character growth in Nami, I don't think gets enough credit. She went from somebody that hated pirates all the way to in Fishman Island. If you don't know the story with Nami and the Fishman, Nami had, uh, you know, been under the thumb of the online pirates for so long. And she hated Fishman, right? And I don't know if Fishman are the... Um, Fishmen are the race of people that get heavily discriminated against in the One Piece community, right? So I don't know who they represent in the real world. Like, of course, I would jump to say they represent black people, but I don't want to assume. Anyhow, <laughs> Nami went through what she went through, right? Nami's character growth. She was able to designate that she didn't hate Fishmen. She hated Arlong. She kept her hatred specific to the person that hurt her because Nami understood that by doing that, it keeps her anger away from people who have nothing to do with what hurt her. And I think that deserves some credit. In fact, I think it deserves some credit what Nami was doing in Wet Area to try to get back to Luffy. I think it almost deserves more credit than everybody else because Nami is human as fuck, man. Nami and Usopp are the only... Human humans on the Straw Hat crew. For real, for real. And Nami jumped on a fucking balloon that was how many feet in the air? Because wet area, I think, is a, um, I don't know if it's a sky island, but I know that it's, um, it's high and it's, it's in the fucking air, yo. So that means if Nami would have made a mistake, she could have died on her way back to Luffy. And that's not to say that the other crew members wouldn't have, but she definitely would have died. Wrong, run one false move and it's over for Nami. But she was willing to take that risk for Luffy. She was willing to take that risk for the crew. In fact, Nami's role is so important that I don't know if she can be replaced. What do I mean by that? I know, I know we all know that the Straw Hat Pirates aren't going anywhere as far as the core group, right? The core group should always be the core group unless Oda decides to get real serious and kill somebody off this arc, which I think he will, but that's for later in this video. Um, back to Nami. In Whole Cake Island, Nami got a hold of Zeus. 
a Yonko weapon. And people still shit all over Nami about how strong they think she is. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because Nami is also smarter than a lot of people. I'd say on the Straw Hat Pirates, the only person that might be, might be smarter than her is Robin. But that's only in a certain type of intelligence. But if you ask me who would win in a battle between Nami and Robin right now, I don't think it's as cut and dry as you might think. <laughs> in fact, that, that was Otis' way of telling me to shut the fuck up. My microphone just dropped. But I don't think it'll go as um, easy as some other people might. In fact, I think if you matched up the if you matched up Nami with a couple of the other straw hats, I don't think it would go as easily for the uh, for her opponent as you might think. Nami against Luffy, sure. Nami has no way of beating Luffy, right? No way. Na- Nami versus Zoro. Hmm. You know, I wonder about that. Because Nami can't take any of Zoro's slashes. I know that. I know that. But she's a lot smarter than Zoro. A lot smarter than Zoro. And I think if they fought, I'm not sure that she could win. But I'm also not sure how Zoro could withstand her type of fighting style. Especially if she has any distance. If she has any form of distance that Zoro can't close immediately, I don't really know how he stands up to being shocked with lightning over and over again. I don't. I don't think she, um, I think she would lose to Brooke simply because Brooke has the um, speed that he has. I think Nami beats Chopper. I think Nami beats Usopp. I think Nami could short circuit Frankie. And Nami's not my um, favorite character or anything like that. But I'm just saying I think that she should get a lot more credit for A, being a female in Shonen who isn't the Sakura type. Right, I think Oda does a great job of writing female characters, but I think Nami in particular is one of the best written characters, period, in Shonen. But if you do want to filter the female characters, top 10, I think. Top 10 for always being in the fight, never being a burden when she's in the fight, and always willing to go the extra mile for everybody else in the in the um. In the world that she's in. Because if you look at other manga and you look at other anime, you look at Boma. Boma cool, but Boma, Boma, Boma gonna make the Dragon Radar. She ain't really gonna show up to fight any goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? And Boma tell you how to go get the Dragon Balls, but Boma ain't never show up. Pan showed up the more fights, the more fight fights than Boma to actually throw hands. Nami, on that other hand, Nami's in this weird limbo to where we see her potential. We saw her attack Big Mom. We saw her attack Big Mom with Big Mom's own weapon. We've already seen the foreshadowing of Nami being some type of weather witch. She's basically Storm from X-Men. You know what I'm saying? Minus the mutant power. So let's jump into this right quick before we move on. Do you think Nami will get a devil fruit power? I can't say that I know. Right? I can't say that I know if Nami's going to get a devil fruit power. But I hope that she does. And I hope that she does for the simple reason that I think... We've been given certain titles in One Piece already. We know who the strongest man in the world is, Whitebeard. We know who the strongest creature is in Kaido. We know who the um, 
strongest marines are and the admirals or if you want to go to the old school the hero the garp and all that we never got any confirmation who the strongest woman in the world is and i know it's big mom right now but big mom is more known as a natural born destroyer she's more known as a beast i think nami could take that title fam and i actually think if nami gets a devil fruit i'm wondering if it would make her overpowered but maybe she should be overpowered because when you look at who they're going up against right now versus who the Straw Hats are going to have to go up against soon, I think Nami has to get a big power up. Because I think Nami needs to be seen in the very same light as Zoro, Sanji, and Luffy. And I think if Nami gets a power up, I think she gets pushed up that much. I think if Nami gets a... um. If Nami gets a master, because I, I know she had the training in the area in the climate hat and all that. If Nami got a master, and I don't know if Oda's going to do another time skip, but if Nami got a master to train her in either martial arts or she got a devil fruit or both, it's over. It's over. So for me, I know this was um, the first 17 minutes of this one was a little scattered. And I apologize. But again, like I said, I'm just getting in fucking getting to the day. Um, in my opinion, I think Nami's had some of the best character growth in One Piece. I think she went from somebody who was very um, wily. You didn't know what to feel about her. But you knew something in Nami was good. Even, even, even Luffy is the... Um, Luffy represented that. Because that whole time when everybody was trying to convince Luffy that Nami betrayed him, he didn't want to hear that shit. He didn't want to hear that shit. He didn't believe it from the outset. Right? And that was me watching One Piece way back then. I and reading it. I didn't I didn't believe that Nami was a traitor. Then that whole thing, pre-time script with Zoro. And she couldn't kill Zoro. She faked killing Usopp, really cutting herself, which to this day I don't know how Arlong didn't just realize that. <clears throat> but she's always put the crew before herself. In fact, Nami's one of the most least selfish people in One Piece. And considering considering how cheap she legendarily is, that's saying a lot. Nami was ready to give up all her money when Kami was in trouble. Nami was ready to give up all the money that the crew made when it was time to buy a ship. When it comes to her fellow Straw Hat Pirates or people she considers friends, Nami's going all out. And that might be a trait for all the Straw Hat Pirates, man, but... It's something a little bit different when you don't have those special kinds of powers. Luffy is MC. Luffy's main character. So for Luffy to be that way, yeah, of course he has to be. For the other characters, especially the ones that are weaker, they're putting themselves in situations where they can definitely die. Yeah. Nami making a personal enemy out of Big Mom for Sanji. <sighs> so now let's go into um, some predictions. So... We're on break this week from the One Piece manga, right? And I don't have anything better to do than to come up with some shit that I think will happen. So, I think we're going to need to lose another Straw Hat Man. And I think I brought it up on a previous episode, and if I did if I did not, then I apologize. But I think I said previously that I think in this Wano arc, I think we need some consequences. And by consequences, I mean... People need to die, and folks are going to, people might leave the crew, fam. And when I say people leaving the crew and people going to die, I'll tell you exactly who I'm talking about. 
I think that there's two likely candidates for straw hats to die in the Wano arc or very soon in general. Nami or Sanji. I think one of them is on the way out. Why do I say that? Because I think it's going to be time for us to lose Zoro from the Straw Hats for a little while. I don't think we're going to lose Zoro for a long time, but I think Zoro is going to take some type of hiatus from the Straw Hat Pirates because of something that happens in in Wano. That's just what I think. Am I am I wrong? Definitely. But we the next 15 minutes going to be a little headcanon for me, so strap yourselves in. I'm ready to be wrong, y'all. I'm ready to be super wrong. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to be super wrong. But every time I think about it, I go, Big Mom, Kaido. Big Mom has a personal vendetta against Nami. And Nami isn't like, Nami ain't running from it. Nami, Nami is right there right now in Wano with everybody else, right? Luffy is already kind of ignoring Big Mom. And Big Mom said it the last time when she was with Brooke in that um, room with the Poneglyphs when he was getting the rubbing. She said to him, do you think nobody will die? In fact, how do you know all of you won't die? And Brooke hit her with the line of who takes their own death into consideration. This is the new world. It's also the real world as far as the pirates are concerned. If you have a straw hat die in the Wano arc, <sighs> Zoro's out. Why would Zoro? Why, well, Nico, why would Zoro be out if somebody died in the Wano arc? Because Zoro warned Luffy a while ago. Zoro warned Luffy over and over and over again not to let his guard down. And not to do something that would either dishonor somebody like him or make him unworthy of being captain, right? And I can see something happening in this arc where Luffy either gets distracted, gives an order that goes crazy, gives an order that goes really wrong. And I can see a straw hat getting killed, man. And I can see Zoro, especially if it's like, especially if it's somebody like, Nami that gets killed in this, you know, hypothesis of mine. If it's somebody like Nami that gets killed, then Zoro's out, right? Zoro's out. But also, let's say Nami doesn't get killed. And most likely she won't be. Most likely none of this shit is going to happen. But let's say Nami doesn't get killed. Let's say Nami gets attacked. You know who's going to be the first person to go and protect Nami? Sanji. You know who else is said could die in this arc? Sanji. Wanna know why? Because I'm really superstitious and Jinbei is still alive. And the monster trio is the monster trio. And I, I don't think Oda would ever mess with that. I don't think it would ever be more than um three people of that strength level. Now, I do think that Sanji is above Jinbei. But, again, it's for later videos once y'all trust me a little more. Um, But as far as this is concerned, if Nami gets attacked, Sanji's taking that hit. Sanji's taking a hit that Nami can't take. And Sanji is the only straw hat who has a very, he has a very avant-garde dream, right? He wants to find the all blue. Now, I'm one of those people that thinks the all blue is 
that version of the sea where the red line is. And I think you have to destroy the red line, thus destroying Fishman Island, which is what, um, you know, the, darn it, let me get her name. They gave the fortune that Luffy's going to destroy Fishman Island. So, Charlie predicted it. Charlie predicted that Luffy would be the one to destroy Fishman Island, right? But what we never found out is the reason why. And I've seen theories on why Luffy would destroy Fishman Island. The reason that I think Luffy might end up destroying Fishman Island is because he ends up destroying the Red Line. And when he does that, that'll create the all blue. But Sanji's dream, big as it is, it's the only dream that's not like tangible. If not not tangible, let me I gotta find a way to say this makes makes this make sense. I suck at explaining things sometimes. Sanji's goal isn't as big as everybody else's, right? If you look at Luffy, King of the Pirates, Zoro, greatest swordsman of all time. Nami wants to draw a map of the fucking world. Sanji only wants to get to the all blue. Now just go with me on this. I know it's crazy. But if Sanji dies here and Luffy's going to have to destroy the Red Line anyway, I could see that being a burial at sea, man. I could see Sanji not making it out of Hulk. I was about to say Hulk Cake Island. Fuck am I on? I was about to say, um, I think Sanji, if he got killed now or even later, this gets taken to the all blue for his final resting place. Because I'm telling you, I do not see every straw hat making it to the end. And I got to look at their dreams, right? And when I look at their dreams, Sanji is the only one that has a dream where he's not really trying to conquer anything. He's trying to get to a place. <sighs> and I think the emotional weight for the other straw hats, if somebody like Sanji got killed, would mean a lot more because we just went through everything we just went through to save Sanji an arc ago and it would be some real older shit to kill somebody that we just tried to save oh no it wouldn't be killing Sanji would be all I know well yeah we're ASAP we saved Ace a couple episodes later dead as fuck we saved Sanji last arc. Now, considering how Oda's been writing in patterns, sometimes the best way to shock somebody is just to change the pattern a little bit. None of us want a straw hat to die. Definitely none of us want Sanji to die. But if Sanji dies, protecting Nami, and they're on the path that Luffy put them on, I think Zoro would go apeshit. And I'm not just talking about apeshit mad that Sanji died. I think he would be very upset with Luffy. Very upset. In fact, I think that would shake the Straw Hats to their fucking core, man. Especially if you lose Sanji. I think that shakes them to their core. And I think it shakes Zoro 
even more. But now, now here's the um here's the other side of this. Luffy's already stated that he can't become Pirate King without Sanji. So Luffy's definitely becoming Pirate King, so Sanji's probably in the clear. But for imagination's purposes, Sanji dies. Zoro and Luffy finish up whatever they finish up in Wano, they get defeated in Wano, right? The Straw Hats and the Pirate Alliance and whatnot. When they get back together, it's going to be some Usopp and Luffy shit. And I can see Zoro stepping away from the crew. Because Zoro is a lot like who? Who's his goal? Mihawk. What do we really know about Mihawk, fam? All we really know about Mihawk is that he's the world's greatest swordsman. We don't know if Mihawk's ever been on a crew before. He has been on a crew. It would only make sense that he was on whose crew? Shanks' crew. Who does Mihawk remind you of? Kind of reminds you of Zoro. Zoro kind of emulates Mihawk a little bit. Seemingly a loner. Only very few friends. And a lot of honor. Right? There's speculation that Mihawk could have been on Shanks' crew. I'm one of those people that tend to agree with that speculation. But we don't know if that's true or not. But let's say it is. For this, um, for this episode, it is. For this episode, let's say that's the case. Let's say Mihawk was a member of Shanks' crew. Who's to say that Mihawk and Shanks didn't get into a big fight back in the day because Shanks' captain did something that Mihawk thought was dishonorable? And Mihawk was ready to leave the crew. And then they had these sword battles over and over again. Right? It's already been foreshadowed that Zoro and Luffy are going to fight. It's already been foreshadowed. Back in, um, shit, back when they met Vivi. You know what I mean? And Zoro went in on those folks at Baroque Works, and Luffy was like, well, I'm going to kill you, blah, 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 for, you know, hurting people that were nice to us. That was over a misunderstanding. But that was the first foreshadowing that there's going to be a conflict between Luffy and Zoro at some point. Then there's also the fact that there was later foreshadowing in Water 7 when Zoro was giving a speech about Usopp, about the conditions that need to be met for him to leave. Then when you have everything that went on with Caesar Clown and Luffy getting defeated and Zoro reminding him, yo, this, this ain't a game. This ain't, this ain't a game. We could really get killed out here if we aren't on our P's and Q's. Well, if Sanji gets killed after the Straw Hat's regroup, I can see Zoro taking that very hard. I can see him wanting to fight Luffy over it. I can see them getting into another heated battle, man. And this time, I don't think it'll be as easy as um, Nami walking in and breaking it up. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's going to go full-on duel. And I think that if it goes that way, <sighs> no, I don't see Zoro beating Luffy. But I see him hurting Luffy. Because I'm one of those people that thinks Luffy's going to lose an arm. Which is another thing that's been foreshadowed. I think his arm's going to get cut off. Zoro told Luffy what'll happen if he does something to dishonor him as a swordsman. Or if he does something to make himself seem unfit to be Zoro's leader. I see Zoro taking Luffy's arm. You know? As payment. As payment for what he did if he does fuck up. And mind you, this doesn't even happen. This doesn't have to happen in Wano. This might can happen after it. Who knows? But again, like I said, I'm probably totally wrong. Ain't to know I'm entitled to this episode. Totally wrong. Totally wrong about everything in this episode. But again, this is Mad Cannon. So 
if it goes that route and Luffy loses his arm to Zoro, then Zoro spends some time on spends some time on his own. The crew travels around for a little bit. Then they reconvene. Do you think Luffy wouldn't forgive somebody like Zoro if they reconvened? If Zoro like cut off his arm or something like that? Mm-hmm. And we also always hear people say that Zoro seems like he's the um, you know, that he's the captain of the Straw Hats and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't want to get too crazy in the head, Ken. I'm just saying that I think it could happen. I think it could happen. I think it could happen. That's all. So, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is going to be short. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? We might just put this one up straight to YouTube as bonus content. All right? This was some extra headcanon from me. But I want to thank you all for listening to the One Piece of Mind podcast. It means a lot to me to have you here. I know I'm dropping shit. <laughs> I dropped my mic three times. My cell phone just fell. But I do appreciate having you folks here listening to me. Check, 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 check. Okay, shit, I'll give it credit. We still going. All right, so I was just saying that I appreciate you folks for listening to the One Piece of Mind podcast. I really, really do. This started because I was like, hey, there ain't enough people talking about One Piece that I know of anyway. So I can take some time and do it in my own way. Be long-winded about some imaginary shit that probably won't happen, but this is what it is. You are the greatest whoever you are that's listening to this i want to thank you for indulging me for 35 minutes and listening to um my reasoning for the next episode we're going to do this the correct way i'm going to do a full deep dive into the weakling trio so look out for that and that's that next episode is going to be fully devoted to that and then after that I want to go into a discussion of who who in the Straw Hat crew could beat Luffy and how difficult it would be for each of them. But again, that's episode for the future. Thank you so much for listening to One Piece of Mind. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at NicoWhite93. That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3 on IG. If you um, want to let me know your thoughts on anything I've said, then make sure you reach out to One Piece of Mind Podcast at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts. And, you know, shit, if you talk to me the right way, I'll even have you on the podcast via Zoom. All right? So thank you all for listening to One Piece of Mind. Nico White, it's One Piece of My Mind. And you are worth it. Peace.